Okay. Good morning. <laughs> this good is morning. Gentle. <laughs> Hi. I love it when we get to start the day with technical issues, but it was perfect. Everything worked out. So thank you for hopping back on the Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right. So can you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? We're going to feature you on our first After 40 podcast and also be sharing it with our business community with people interested in doing something similar to you are. Yeah. So I'm Cassidy Tuttle and I run the website Succulents and Sunshine. And um, I have been doing that since um, 2000. Well, 2013 is when Succulents and Sunshine became official, but I've been blogging a little bit before that. And mm -hmm. I realized that you could make money online. And I had bought a few succulents and thought they were pretty cool. And I'm, I'm a photographer by profession. So I'd been taking pictures of the, um, of the succulents and put them on my mm -hmm. photography blog and then realized that all the traffic I was getting to my website was actually to the succulent posts and decided to make that conscious shift to switch everything over to succulents and sunshine and started researching and writing more about succulents and photographing them. And, um, after about, um, after doing that for about six months, I ended up quitting my job through a series of interesting, but, uh, long circumstances and decided to just see if I could make enough money blogging. And at the time I was making a hundred dollars a month. So it was, going to be a big jump to go from that to yeah. paying all the bills. But, um, my husband was in school at the time. And so we had, we had some funding from the research that he was doing. And so mm -hmm. we knew our bills were covered for the summer. So I was like, okay, if I can make it through the summer, if we can mm -hmm. make at least, you know, $1,500 by the end of the end of the summer, we'll be good. Um, and that was in March of 2013. So, um, yeah, it's been an interesting ride since then, but basically I've just continued to um, make it a really, um, make a conscious effort to make it a business and listen to my audience and, um, cater toward what they needed and wanted while still doing things that, um, aligned with what I wanted to be doing and my personal values. And, um, we put out an ebook a year after the blog launched and, uh -huh. I think that did about a thousand dollars in the first month. So it wasn't like an earth shattering launch by any means, but, um, looking back, it was actually a really, it was a really big deal. It was a, a lot more than I had realized at the time and mm -hmm. just continued to put out new blog content. And, um, we've published a couple different eBooks since then. Um, we now have a course and then our current focus is actually we're doing um, a membership. So it's the Succulent Lovers Club. And for that, uh -huh. we're, we're doing a new class every month and then a Q&A session with me. And then coming up in um, probably in the spring, we're not totally sure on the launch date yet, but we're going to be mailing out um, these succulent recipe cards. I'm super excited about where it, we show people Cute. how to create a little arrangement and then how to care for it. So mm -hmm. it's something unique I haven't really seen out there. And so I, I've been really excited about that, but we want to make sure it's, it's very well produced by the time we're, we're ready to launch it. So yeah, just a lot of different things going on, but my, my focus always from the beginning has been answering people's questions and then through mm -hmm. that 
really trying to make sure that we're um, ranking well in Google. So about 60 to 70% of our traffic is from um, organic search. So. And specifically looking for succulents, right? Yes. Yep. And just succulents. So we've never deviated from succulents. Um, anything that we've mm -hmm. posted on the website has always been succulent related. Um, but we've realized that what people are really coming for is care information. And so we've really um, focused in on that a lot more because there's lots of like fun um, projects and different things that you can do. But at the end of the day, our audience just really wants to know how to take care of their succulents and yeah. not, a, not a whole lot else. I'm sure they do other things, but at least that's, <laughs> from us, that's what they want to know is how to keep their succulents alive. That's really interesting. And that's, that's one of the things that stuck out to me about you when I met you at Craft and Commerce was it was such an interesting topic. And like you said, it's not one that's very um, just highly, I guess, explored or, or marketed or that people promote a lot about. And so was that something I was just interested, like when you looked at getting into blogging as a career, was it more, were you Googling these questions? And so you decided to kind of take that angle with succulents or how did you decide that is your topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I bought my first three succulents, I knew nothing about them. Like I'd seen them in oh, magazines. Right. They look kind of cool, but I didn't yeah, know some anything. People may not even know what a succulent is. Like people listening to the show. Like, yes. They were like, what is a succulent, Cassidy? <laughs> well, a succulent is like aloe vera or cactus or all succulents. Say so most people are usually mm -hmm. familiar with those. Um, yep. Yeah. I didn't really know, I didn't know much about them. So I had written just experiments of what I was doing because most people at the mm -hmm. time were only teaching like basically how to grow succulents in Southern California. That's what all the books were catered to. Yeah. And it's like easy, right? Yeah. And it didn't apply to me, at least not as, not as directly in Utah where I'm in like a four season climate and I was growing them right? indoors on a windowsill. So yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, initially, um, I had just seen that there was traffic there and then I'd learned about like, you know, SEO and, um, ranking on Google. And I realized that essentially I'd found kind of a hole in the mark, you know, a hole in search traffic mm -hmm. at that point in time. And, um, and just, yeah, then went from saying, okay, well this was, you know, fun for me, but if I can figure this out and teach other people who are in you know, in my same boat where we're not in Southern California, maybe there's yeah. something there. So it, it mm -hmm. was, um, it wasn't like I was, you know, going out hunting for a topic per se to write right. about. Um, mm -hmm. but it was one that, you know, I, I happened to have a very, 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 very tiny amount of experience in, but could see the potential for. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I remember that because it just stuck out to me. I was like, that was such a unique thing. And you're right. When people are searching for something and you can't find a lot of answers, that kind of opened up a space for you to say, hey, if I want to know this. And then were you documenting kind of as you learned how to raise succulents, adding that content to your, to your blog? Or how do you come up with new ideas for your topics? Yeah. So it started out by just um, my initial posts were really just like, look how pretty these are. And here's what I'm trying today because this is what I, <laughs> right. someone told me to do. Um, but yeah, and then it progressed to where I had, I actually went to, um, a, what was it called? The succulent celebration. There was a nursery in Southern California that was putting on this free event, you know, really mm -hmm. just to drive people to their nursery. But, um, I yeah. flew, 
I flew down from Utah. And that's, that's, I think when I started to realize what content I actually needed to be writing, because I was going Mm -hmm. to these workshops where people were teaching about how to care for succulents. I'm like, Oh, I don't even have an article on how to water succulents. And I I'd had the blog for, I think I'd had the blog for a year at that point. Um, wow. So, and that's like our number one post is how to water succulents. So Mm. it was a combination of me first learning the right information and then, um, and then learning from other people, Well, yeah, that was it initially. It's like learning from other people what the right information was. And then once Mm -hmm. I had a little bit of an audience, then I was able to interact with them more and take a cue from what they were asking for. Like um, I had the post on watering and then I realized people didn't know what kind of soil to use for their succulents. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, different things like, okay, well, that's all good. But how, I think, I think we'd had a post at that point on how to grow them indoors specifically. Like how do you keep them alive indoors? And then that led Mm -hmm. to, well, what kind of grow lights do we use? And so it was, it was kind of a combination of me running into problems myself. So kind of being my own audience and then, and then it has definitely now progressed to where, um, we survey our audience all the time Um, we have a great Facebook group. That's like an instant survey. If ever I'm like, Oh, I wonder what people think about this. Um, we'll get instant feedback from our Facebook group. And, um, so now it's really, really, um, led by our audience. And then we do, uh, back things up with doing some keyword research. So, Mm -hmm. um, a great example is I, had people asking like, what are some tips for potting succulents or how do I pot my succulents? And so I started writing this article, how to pot succulents. And I Uh went to do Google like keyword research for it and realized that how to pot and then how to pot succulents just wasn't a very highly searched term, but I Mm. thought there's, there's gotta be something more to this because this is actually like a really big topic and realized yeah. um, the phrase that I should have been using for search terms was how to plant succulents. Oh, gotcha. So just yeah. a little shift, but you know, it made the difference of several thousand searches per month. And so then when we ended up publishing the post, it was how to plant succulents. Um, yeah. So a combination of, of those two things, but for the most part now it's really, it's really led by our audience. I love that. And what is the Facebook group if people wanted to join that where they could connect with you? Yeah, it is the Succulents and Sunshine community. So if you just search for that on Facebook, um, you can, yeah, you can get there. Or I think also if you go to succulentsandsunshine.com slash Facebook, that will also Mm -hmm. direct you to the, um, yeah, to the group. That's perfect. Yeah, because you want to be able to help grow your community too with sharing this. And some people may say, hey, that's a plant that I could care for. I have a lot of author friends that are, you know, nervous about plants and what would be a low maintenance plant. And I'm like, Hey, you might want to meet my friend. <laughs> you know, it's a kind of plant that it's interesting growing them inside. I had never really seen them grow inside much besides maybe like my parents' aloe vera plant when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing that's interesting is a lot of people, like a lot of, um, they've, they've become very popular, which is great. Um, but the, mm-hmm. a lot of, Art, I don't know, online articles or uh, magazines that you'll see them in, Instagram posts, people show them growing inside. 
And most of them actually don't do very well inside, not without like a lot yeah. of extra help and light. And so mm -hmm. people are like, oh, succulents are such great houseplants. I'm like, well, kind of, <laughs> not really, but okay. Some of them are. Right. Um, and yeah. so that's been interesting too, because there's a, a lot of people will come to our website um, kind of with some misconceptions about succulents and how they, they really can be very easy to grow, but you still have to have them in the right climate or environment, just like any plant. Yeah. Well, and even people too, right? They thrive in the right environment and <laughs> you yes. give them those same basic tools. So I love, I love the idea too, that you really, you were searching for something you wanted to serve. Your community's grown from that because you're really tailoring it to answering their questions and what they need and want to know. And obviously this is a passion for you because like you said, you flew out to different conferences and we're learning about it, you know, cause you wanted to be able to grow succulents in Utah, right? With the climate change from California. Yes. Yep. Definitely. I love that. Well, and so a lot of people think, you know, I'm sure you've met them, right? Where they're like, I'm going to start a blog and I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to be making a hundred thousand dollars a month. And, and so can you speak a little bit to that journey? Like for someone who's like, I want to start a blog and how can I monetize it quickly? Do you have any advice for them or kind of that like step-by-step -step as a mentor, what they should do? Yeah. So what I generally recommend for people is to kind of two things. So one is I recommend just having, I call it like a brain dump list, just a mm -hmm. list of any idea you possibly have related to whatever you think you're going to blog about. And just mm -hmm. always keep that running. Like I have mine on my phone and anytime I come up with a new idea, I just add it there. Good or bad. I don't like judge it beforehand. I just write it down that way. Um, it's right. there. And then before you even buy a URL or anything like that, I recommend that people write 10 to 20 articles um, based on those ideas that they had. And then also just looking to see, um, you can use the plugin keywords everywhere and just mm -hmm. look to see if it's getting search traffic. Um, and I guess it's not a plugin, it's a Chrome extension. But um, mm -hmm. what that does is if you type in, you know, succulents, it'll show you how many search terms that is getting every, um, every month. So I would start by just writing and see if you like writing. Cause most people I have found won't even get through that process of writing, you know, 10 to 20 articles. Oh, wow. And so right. it's, it's a good way to just see, is this something I'm really wanting to go through with? Um, and if mm -hmm. you get to that point, awesome, then go ahead and, you know, build it <laughs> out, get your domain and, and all of that. Um, and then the other thing is I think a lot of people are afraid to sell from the beginning. And mm -hmm. if you have a website up and there's 20 articles on there, no one's going to know that you're brand new. Like you know that you're brand new, but no one else does. Um, so I don't think it's a problem from the beginning to have an ebook for sale or, um, you know, even just affiliate links and um, just start getting, you know, start finding traffic, start finding your audience, um, and then really listening to them to kind of dictate, like, even if it's just five people, you know, listening to them to dictate mm -hmm. what content you're creating and moving forward. Um, I do think there's a perception that blogging is kind of this get rich quick <laughs> idea, like you <laughs> right. mentioned, but mm -hmm. so the, the first year I was blogging and I've, I feel like it was in some ways it was easier than in some ways it was harder, but, mm -hmm. um, 
I feel like it was easier for me to get traffic, but there were other aspects of it that were harder. Um, Mm -hmm. but that first year that we made Succulents and Sunshine a business when it was its own website, um, we made, I think it was right around $15,000. So it wasn't like life all, I mean, that's, it was a lot of money. It wasn't life altering for us, but it wasn't a full-time income. And I was Mm -hmm. only working on it kind of part-time, like maybe 30 hours a week, 20, 30. Yeah. So, um, and then it took us about three years to hit the hundred thousand mark where it was like, okay, this is actually like really providing an income for us. Um, right. So I would say just be patient, but keep working at it consistently. Cause I've found the people that don't give up are the ones mm-hmm. that end up finding success. And it's not always a nice, smoothly paved road that just everything works <laughs> right. out. Um, yeah. it does, it does take some time, but yeah, I would say just like have lots of ideas, be willing to try a lot of things and then don't be afraid to sell from the beginning. Um, you know, you want to make sure it's something that aligns with your audience and that they're interested in. But, um, when people find you, they're not going to know that you're brand new, except for maybe like friends and family that you're saying, Hey, I have this new website, you know, (laughs) beyond that, at least on a website, most people won't be able to tell that it's new. Social Mm -hmm. media is a little bit different that way because they'll see you don't have very many followers yet, but right. Yeah. That's great advice. That's awesome. And so now, like, how many hours are you spending about a week on your blog now? So I currently have a full-time assistant. Um, So she works Mm -hmm. 40 hours a week and she's the one that really keeps everything running. Like I had strep throat this past week. And so I was out for a week and that was kind of brutal, but um, thanks to her, things keep moving forward. Questions keep getting answered. Um, that's awesome. And then I hope you're feeling better. (laughs) Yes. Much better. Thank you. But But in, um, in a normal week, I'm probably working 20 hours a week. Um, kind of depends sometimes if we're, if I get into a mood where like, okay, I have all these things I want to work on and lots of ideas that need to get done or make happen now. Um, I'll work more, but yeah, generally about 20 hours a week. Okay. That's great. And you mentioned, you mentioned like when in the beginning it was maybe easier to get traffic. How are people finding your blog now? So now we're, we are still getting traffic through Google search. Um, Uh it's mostly just harder to start getting, it takes a little bit longer. I feel like now than it did seven years ago to get search traffic. But the beautiful thing is we also have social media. So, um, Mm -hmm. I try to avoid social media because, um, for me, it doesn't, it doesn't really benefit my long-term goals of having the business keep getting traffic without extra help from me, which is why organic traffic mm-hmm. is great. But when you're just yeah. starting Facebook and Pinterest, um, are fantastic for, you know, driving engagement and getting people to your website. So I will usually tell people like in the beginning, promote a lot on Facebook and Pinterest. You can, you can do paid ads if you have a budget for that, but even just, um, creating a Facebook group on your subject and then starting with Pinterest and just getting your content out there, that's a good way to jumpstart traffic, um, and get things going while it takes a little bit for Google to recognize you and help you move up in the search rankings. 
Yeah. And you had some great ways, especially with your background being a photographer and everything. Would you speak a little bit to that of like specifically tagging or keywording your, or keywording your photos? Because I think a lot of people miss that. Like I know before I met you, I wasn't really thinking about that. I would just upload the photos. And then it was like, wow, since I've added in those specific words and naming them, you know, when we did our 50 state tour, like I was noticing, oh, we're getting more traffic because I'm actually naming all the photos of where we were. And then people search those areas. Yeah. So there's, um, a lot of like technical things that you can do to help with, um, with getting more search traffic. And for Mm -hmm. me, images from the beginning has always been a big one. So I was, I was ranking on, um, Google image search before I was showing up in just the regular search. And the reason Mm -hmm. for that is exactly like you said, um, if I was, you know, writing that article on how to water succulents, then before I even uploaded the image to the website, I would rename that photo as a description of what the image was and um, generally including keywords in there as well. So it might be um, for that one specifically, if it was like my Pinterest or pinnable image that has text on it, it would say succulents with or succulent arrangement with water on it, text overlay, how to water succulents. And smart. And so that way, um, Google can read the file name. And then once it's uploaded to the website, then I would just copy that text and paste it into the alt text. And the alt text is what should show up if the image isn't able to load. And again, Google can read that. And so that's Google's way of figuring out what is this image? What is it about? And should we show it in the search? So, um, yeah, so I feel like that was kind of my secret weapon from the beginning was mm-hmm. having, having those images labeled. And I know that you can kind of go to the opposite extreme of like keyword stuffing it and having it super long. But the, the key that I have found is realizing the purpose of the file name and of the alt text. And it's really to tell Google what the image is. And so yeah. just making sure that it, describes what's in the image so that someone who's not able to see the image would know what it is of. And having, um, having that in mind when I'm naming things makes it pretty easy. And then just everything Mm -hmm. that I upload is named beforehand. And then again, that alt text is copied over. That's really smart. That's a good point because yeah, otherwise you think of like, if you were going to search a picture of the Grand Canyon, you know, you would type in <laughs> pictures of Grand Canyon <laughs> yep. come up. So that's and, great. That's and cool. shockingly, it's a lot more difficult for Google to figure out that image 10035 is a picture <laughs> of right. the Grand Canyon. Although <laughs> the, it is smart yeah. enough now, it can figure that out to some extent. So that's amazing. But make that's it amazing. easier. <laughs> that's right. Well, and it's fun. Just the variety. I think it's so cool. You've taken something that could have been a topic maybe not many people were interested in and you've made it really fun. Like I think with your creative photography style and then just the, like you said, really answering those questions and listening to your audience. I think a lot of people when, when they pick a topic, they're like, Oh, I'm going to blog on this. They'll run out of content quickly. If it's not something that's their passion or part of their everyday life, you know? So like you said, if they can't continue, like I love writing, so it's fun for me, but some people it's like, Hey, if you hate writing, you know, do a podcast or do Facebook live, but it's definitely a different style. Yeah. And you brought up an interesting point, like with running out of content. So when Mm -hmm. I've 
gone to blogging conferences and people are like, what do you blog about? And I say succulents and they're like, that's it. Like you, you have enough <laughs> stuff to write about with just succulents. Right. And, yeah. um, I, I have, I don't know, hundreds, we might be close to a thousand ideas right now of things that we could do. Like I said, not all of them are good. It's just that brain dump, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, getting, getting excited about it. And then having a list that you can go to when you're not feeling excited, um, is, yeah. is so great. Cause there's times where I'll go through and I'm like, well, that's a really dumb idea. But actually <laughs> if we changed it and did this, this, and this, you know, and you can kind of create, um, I don't know. It's just amazing to me, like what different ideas can spark. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'll ever run out of, of content to share on succulents and sunshine. And some of it, you know, may not be as exciting or resonate as well with our audience, but I have a lot of things that we can keep going with. And so that is really nice that if we want to continue to produce content, um, we have a, a long list of things that we can do because I've been working on that over the years. Absolutely. Absolutely. That that's really cool too, because you can constantly pull from that. And I was going to ask how, how often if people like subscribe to your blog, can they expect new content? It's like once a week. How often do you? So we send out an an email every week uh, with links to our content. Um, Right now we will trying to think we're making a slight shift. We've been doing two new um, we call them types of succulents, um, pages uh-huh. or articles. Um, but we're actually switching to just doing one new one a week. Um, uh-huh. and, but in our emails, we're also linking people to other articles that are already on the website. So we're not actually really focused, I guess one a week in new content may seem like a lot to people. Um, but they're, they're pretty technical pages so they're, yeah. they're very helpful to our audience, but also maybe not like the most interesting thing you could possibly read where we're working on making them more fun. Um, mm-hmm. But I think really our secret is just reusing the content that we have because I am so I've been doing this for seven years and yeah. we, ha- we have a lot of, a content. lot of content. So we have mm-hmm. probably, I think now with all of our types of succulents pages, we're maybe up to 400 posts or pages. So uh-huh. I, I could email someone something new every single day and they wouldn't get repeated content for a year. So sure. we've really hit the like core and foundational content. And so mm-hmm. our focus is really getting people back to the content that they need and then encouraging mm-hmm. them to share that content as well. But by driving traffic back to all the older content, that also sends good signals to Google saying, Hey, this is still relevant. This is still interesting to people. So not a lot of focus on, on new content, although we are doing like the new classes for our succulent lovers club. Um, but yeah, really just focusing on reusing content because even people have been on our email list for, a, I don't know, there's probably people who've been on there for a couple of years. They, mm-hmm they've maybe seen a lot of articles. They haven't seen all of them. And even if they saw it last year, odds are they might not remember, or it'd be nice to have the refresher. So now that we have a pretty good supply of information, we're really focused on promoting that and um, just generating more traffic to that content. 
That's smart. Because even like the back to basics, you know, it's even like all the foundational pieces of that. So it's a great way to review and repurpose what you have. Because like you said, I'm sure a lot of people have never even seen that. Or they come up right now asking this question when you have the content. It's just on the site. Yeah. And it's interesting. We actually just had, um, so we have a, a separate Facebook group for our Succulent Lovers Club members. And um, this lady posted a picture of a Christmas cactus and said, how do I, you know, does anyone have tips for how to care for this plant specifically? And mm-hmm. they said, oh, we have a types of succulents page on that, you know, and sent her the link to it. And she was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize you had done one of these or done this one already. And so That's even awesome. some of our like really dedicated people, yeah. g- something's going to slip through. They're going to miss one, you know? So. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you go in and, and it's a good way too to just re-encourage them to keep engaging with it, go back and read the site. And a lot of people, have you noticed, I know I see in our business, if you're making something quicker for them, like organizing that material, you know, where they're like, oh, the back to basics or, oh, this is the Christmas cactus timer, plants inside, just because you repurposed it and reorganized it, they see it as more valuable again. Yeah, definitely. And reaching people on different mediums I've found as well. Mm-hmm. So um, we started doing YouTube last year and, um, producing new YouTube videos, but I think at least 75% of the YouTube videos we made were basically a video version of our top blog posts and it's worked really well because there are people who would rather watch it and listen to it Mm -hmm. than read through it. And then we're obviously reaching new people through YouTube. And even we did the same thing with these types of succulents pages. Um, in September, we did 30 videos in 30 days. And we, f- we did um, a feature on a specific succulent every day. So one day we did zebra plant. One day we did elephant bush and just um, had a little video about each of those plants. And then all the information mm-hmm. is <clears throat> back on the website. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so they can um, read the information if they want it there. So yeah, you can repurpose so many different ways. We can, we haven't yet, but we could take those videos and share them on Instagram or on Facebook. We did share them on Facebook, but there's just so many different places that content can live and be repurposed and reused to keep getting people engaged, to reach a new audience and just keep helping people all over the place. That's awesome. And then from the YouTube, do you link back to like the article that goes with that? So that's driving traffic back to your blog too, or your membership site or. Yeah. So in the description, we have links to like a lot of people want to know where to buy the plant. And so we'll send them back to the website, to some of our affiliates. And then um, we also include a link to some of our free cheat sheets or free course that we have in there as well, if they want to keep learning. So keeping them um, engaged on YouTube enough that YouTube likes us and then also giving them options to come back to our website as well. Right. That's awesome. That's great. Well, so I just have a few other like kind of fun questions for you. Um, I'm working on a new book and doing a little bit of research for it. So I wanted to ask you if you were going to write a hashtag to your younger self, what would it say? That's a good question. (laughs) probably be just keep going a little bit say that's maybe not super exciting but I feel like that was the thing is like if if we just keep moving forward keep trying something new Mm -hmm. keep figuring stuff out that has how that's how everything has come to be is by continuing to just 
do work consistently and just keep moving forward. That's awesome. That it's so true. And in the journey of entrepreneurs, I mean, I think a lot of people get discouraged and give up where if they would have just kept going, you know, the breakthroughs like just around the corner, but you have to give it that time it deserves. And, you know, doing what you love and sticking with it. That's why I just really wanted to get to have other people meet you and hear your story because I was so inspired. I'm like, look, she stuck with this. It's so cool. And I love second ones too. I never in a million years would have thought to, you know, create a whole business around that. So it's just super cool. It shows literally with anything. Um, if you have that dream and that interest, other people have it too. So doing what you love. I love yeah. that. And I think you're spot on with people giving up like right before they get to that breakthrough. I know yeah. with, with blogging, especially, it feels like once you hit like publish on your website, it seems like it takes like six to nine <laughs> months before you start getting mm -hmm. any traction. And that's also usually the point where people are like, this is it. I've been doing this for like a, almost a year now. Nothing's coming from it. I'm just done. And that's yeah. usually like right when things start to change. That's when Google starts finding them. People start engaging more. And it's uh, every time I, I'm in a few like blogging Facebook groups and when people are at that point, I'm like, just wait, just keep going. <laughs> really, it's like right around the corner. So. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Well, and so for you and your husband now, is this the main job that you guys are doing or do you still have a different income on the side? This is it. Another business. That's awesome. See, and that's so beautiful to me. Like we coach families to actually create their own family-friendly business based on their purpose and skills and talents. So, you know, where a lot of people think, I can't do that. How can I break out of this? Because they don't really want to be stuck in the life they are, maybe that nine to five, but like you did, you found a way. So I love that story of, you know, determinism and keep going. I love your hashtag, just keep going. Um, I'm sure a lot of people on this will resonate to that too. So I appreciate you sharing that. And do you have some future goals that you guys are working towards as a family? Yes. Oh, do we ever? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been interesting. We've been, we've actually talked quite a bit in the last couple of years about shifting away a little bit from succulents and letting it, it, it does, it can kind of run itself. Like I said, with the organic yeah. search traffic, we don't have to really actively be finding people, but I think I just feel like there's a lot of things that we can still tweak and um, change just to keep improving um, the amount of money that we can make from it for the same mm -hmm. amount of effort. But we also are looking into starting a couple other niche websites and mm -hmm. some of them more focused around things that my husband is interested in or um, just a few that we feel like might be kind of fun to pursue. And yeah. everything, everything for the most part is kind of hobby based. We're like, okay, we want to buy this. So if we build a website around this, then all the stuff we buy can be, you know, a business <laughs> expense. Um, yeah. yeah. So we are hoping to, um, not hoping to, we will be building out some <laughs> other niche sites. Not sure the exact timeline yet, but um, yeah, working on some other niche sites and then the, I don't know, our kids love being involved. So we've also looked for ways that like we can include them more. Like they'll show up sometimes in my videos or, you know, if we do, if I yeah. do like a live video or if you ask my five-year-old, um, what, what do you like to do? And he said, well, I work for succulents and sunshine. So cute. Yeah. And if we ever talk <laughs> I about how old it, they were now. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if we ever talk about it, 
like my kids will be like, well, I, I water all the plants or I have these plants. Like, I think my kids <laughs> are a little bit unusual in that way with how much they know about plants, but, you know, <laughs> just finding something that they can be involved with. And, um, but yeah, now we're, we're essentially looking to just kind of keep, keep succulents and sunshine going, but then also finding some ways to, um, diversify our income stream. Cause even though it's nice to have it online, like succulents have been a trend and I think they will continue to have interest, but we're also realizing this is not forever and ever and ever. Um, so capitalizing mm-hmm. on it now, and then also having some other topics that are maybe not as seasonal or have the reverse season. Um, cause like right now in the winter, we slow down, like our traffic drops to about 50% of what it is in May. So yeah. finding, finding something, you know, that can, um, be more active in the winter or, you know, just kind of creating more consistency with income. So lots of, lots of different routes. And then my husband, um, we, we actually just moved to Arizona just over two years yeah. ago. And since then he's gotten really into woodworking. So we don't mm-hmm. know, we don't think woodworking will ever be a profession. It, it's too much work and <laughs> doesn't get paid <laughs> enough, but just kind of right. pursuing, I, I guess it's possible people do it, but I don't think we're in it for that, but yeah, just pursuing things that we enjoy as well. And then finding other ways to help people and um, be available for our kids, for our community. We do a lot with our church. And so that's been really nice to be able to volunteer a lot because I don't have a rigorous schedule or, you know, for the most part, like I have to be here at this time. Um, it gives me a lot of flexibility to like serve people in our church congregation and, um, neighbors and friends. So yeah, just looking for, keep enjoying life. That's right. That's, that's awesome. And you're back in my stomping grounds now because I grew up in Arizona. And so when I saw you moved out there, I'm like, oh yeah, there's, oh my gosh, talk about succulents, right? City (laughs) in the Valley with all the cool different cactus and I'm sure even people a lot of times like to come out there for conventions, you know, and stuff in the winter because it's so cold back east. Like we're in Missouri right now. And yes. um, yeah, so there's so many, so many fun things with that. And I'll send you some ideas too, even with the woodworking because up in the mountains like Pine Top and there's a lot of um, people who do high-end custom woodworking and even as a hobby, but gifts and stuff like that too. But um, I have loved hearing your story. It's been so fun following your journey over the years and if other people were wondering, okay, just kind of a little gold nugget from Cassidy, do you have like a favorite quote that inspires you on a daily basis? Ooh. <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> um, I feel like I should be able to pull something up. No, nothing is coming to mind. Um, <laughs> at the moment. Maybe I'll have to send you something that you can post afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Say, if you send me something, if you think about a quote or you're just like, Oh, something you've read, or sometimes people have certain ones they stuck with. And if not a quote, do you have like a favorite book that you like to refer to that kind of just encourages you in your journey? Cause some entrepreneurs wonder like, Hey, when they're feeling down, like, you know, something that you kind of refer to that helps give you strength. Um, yes. So as you were saying that, then I thought of a quote and then I'll give you my book if that works. So, um, the, the, one of the quotes that I love is you're doing better than you think you are. Um, for me, that's like one of the best 
pick-me-ups. It's just like, yes, you can, you can do it. Um, a book that I, awesome. that I love recommending to people if they're just getting started is um, Will It Fly by Pat Flynn. So he was kind of oh, my, yes. my, I followed him. He was the reason why I ended up feeling like I could take the leap with blogging. So um, mm. a lot of my like advice and all of that, like I feel like all goes back to him. So Will It Fly if you're um, just starting? And then yeah. he also just launched a new book this year called Superfans that is amazing as well. Um, and that one's good if you're new, like if you're just starting or if you have an audience, but it is kind of like a start with Will It Fly and then read Superfans. But both of those are really, really good. Awesome. Thank you so much for spending the time today and just being able to share. And it's so great to hear your story and I'm glad that your family is doing well. Are you guys enjoying Arizona? Yes, we love it. Especially in the sure winter. We're, okay. We're stuck here. <laughs> if, if you miss seeing snow, you can always go up to Flagstaff or, you know, Payson. That's my stomping grounds. and make a snowman or something, but enjoy yes. it. <laughs> so awesome. Fun. Cool. Well, I'm sure that everybody's going to love getting to hear this from you. Like I said, this is on the podcast I started called First After 40, and we'd love to feature you here and share with our business community and all our channels just to get people to know more about you and the amazing things you're doing. And how would you recommend, if you want to share, just how can people best connect with you and find your work and be able to plug into what you're doing? Yeah, the best place really is um, succulentsandsunshine.com. Um, I'm also Perfect. slowly building out CassidyTuttle.com, but you might be underwhelmed if you go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's awesome. And then, so, and on the Facebook group, is that the same way? Facebook and just online, they can search succulentsandsunshine.com? Yeah. yeah. And then okay. you can, for the Facebook group, you can also go to succulentsandsunshine.com slash Facebook, and that'll take you to the group too. So all of Perfect. this work. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to pour into us today and share your knowledge and fun and stories. And okay, last question I'm going to ask you is, do you have a favorite succulent of all the ones that you've learned about? Yes. People ask me this a lot and I need to get a better answer. <laughs> um, the one that I usually go to that is probably across the board, my favorite, and ironically, I do not have any right now, is um, it's called Graptivaria Fred Ives. And it's just a survivor. It's one that it gets really cool colors when it gets stressed in the heat and in the cold. It propagates super easily, like meaning you can grow it from like leaves or cuttings and get more babies. So it's super fun. But my favorite like beginner succulent that I would recommend for most people is um, it's called zebra plant or um, oh, they just changed the name of it. Horotheopsis fasciata, I think is its new name. But zebra plant is also an excellent one and kind of like my go-to. I love it just because it's one of the best for people who are new to succulents and it looks cute too. Aww. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us today. And I'm sure a lot of people will be joining and just learning about your group because especially people who want to know a lot about succulents and just blogging and how you've made this balance between family and doing what you love. I love that. So thank you so much for taking the time to share with us today, Cassidy. And we just appreciate any final words or things you want to share with our audience today. 
Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been great. And yeah, just if anyone has questions, feel free to reach out. I love helping people get started with blogging, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to just doing the work and trying something and making something happen, even if it's scary. Awesome. I love that. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You have a wonderful day and we'll just be encouraging you looking for the new things that you're doing this new year. Thank you so much. It's been great to chat with you. You too, Cassidy. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.